When you hear the word rapture, what do you think of? I have always thought of the end of times, when people start dying and going to heaven, as per the Christian image of the word that I've come to understand through my own growing up experience. Well, did you know that rapture actually means a feeling of intense pleasure or joy? What I'm wondering is, why does everybody around here seem to be feeling such rapture when it seems as though the rapture has begun? It all started a week ago, but nobody knew what was happening. We've all heard of global warming, but so many people denied it. Of course, most of the leaders in the world acknowledged it, but Donald Trump? Everybody blamed him when the first cities started flooding. Rio de Janeiro was among the first. 1.8 million people, mostly dead, some evacuated. Alexandria in Egypt, 3 million people. Osaka, Japan, 5.2 million people. It seemed to come out of nowhere. Most of these people drowned horrifically in their sleep. Some escaped, not nearly enough to celebrate. We all knew it was coming to this, but we all thought we had more time. Doesn't that always seem to be the way? We think we have time until we learn the harsh reality that we do not. The first 48 hours were absolutely horrifying. Imagining how many people were dying when we'd learned that on the second night, Shanghai, China would lose almost 17 million people to the flood. People were rioting, looting, even murdering. It was like something right out of a post-apocalyptic movie. In a show of true American apathy, nobody in the Western world seemed to really care until Miami lost 2.5 million people in the middle of the night. That's when the news cycles started to run with this story on the front page. That's when other people started to clue in that, hey, we have a real problem here but the government will figure things out, right? The riots started up in America. It was like everybody went nuts. The world was falling apart. News reports ran deeply with the kinds of things you don't think of when it's just on TV, when it's just in a movie. The feeling of the ground corroding as you make your way to safety, the very ground coming out from under your feet as it's moistened, it was a bloodbath that would soon come to be cleaned up by what seemed to be Mother Earth herself. On the third day, cities like New York, Seattle, San Francisco, they all went under. That's when I started to think, hey, maybe there's something else going on here. Global warming was never supposed to work this fast. Not that it was supposed to happen at all, but our predictions, they were nowhere near this quick. I don't watch the news much. I just don't have access to TV all that often. I have to keep things running up here, which requires almost constant attention. Admittedly, with news of the flood, I became a little distracted from my duties. I tried imagining what I'd heard on the news, about never being able to escape the smell of salt water wherever you go, constantly reminding you 
of your damnation. Next, on the list of tragedies, in day four, St. Petersburg, Tampa, San Diego, Los Angeles, Baltimore, Warwick, Boston, Toronto, between days five and six, everything was gone. Absolutely everything. The entire world covered over by the flood. Reports of people on the phone to loved ones in other cities as they described what they're seeing. Water levels rising to their windows, watching them crack under the pressure as the flood slowly drips in, drop by drop, just waiting for it all to come bursting in. Nobody knew how to fight it. I lost contact with everybody on day six. The world had gone blue, and I lost all hope of ever seeing my family again. I'm alone up here and a very large part of me wishes I had stayed on the surface to die with my loved ones nearby. The worst part of it all was day eight. The flood went back down. Water levels returned to normal, and from up here in space, everything looks absolutely normal as I look through my, my little circular window right now. Just... Nighttime is a little less littered with shimmering light. One thing most people don't know about the space shuttle is that it lands just like a plane. We could never land it on the moon, for example, because there's no atmosphere to pilot it in. And there's no runway to land on. The moon's a very bumpy place, in case you didn't know. My plan is to land this puppy on Mother Earth and go hunting for any human life. If anybody is alive and listening to this transmission, I'll have an AM radio listening at precisely 168 kilohertz at all times. I'll be landing at the NASA base in Washington, D.C. And may God be with you.